The Paunch Stevenson Show. PaunchStevenson.com. Episode 235. Sunday, January 26th, 2014. This is The Paunch Stevenson Show. PaunchStevenson.com. Episode 235. I am Rob... You are Greg. And I am number Johnny Five. <laughs> Johnny Five is alive. He's alive. And it is snowing out. We are in the parking lot. This is going to be a conglomeration. Oh, God. Oh, Seagull God. was coming at us. This is going to be a conglomeration episode. Like in the old days when we no. would... <laughs> Jigsaw <laughs> The episodes would come from like... All kinds of different recordings, and I'd be like, "Hey, Rob, we forgot. Then we used to did we talk about something, and you'd be like, "Yeah, I, I remember talking about that." And I would look through, and it would we're like, "Well, we never. It was never in an episode." And then you would go into your archives and find, <laughs> "Oh, oh yeah, we never used it." Uh. Anyway, so we're in a we're not not the Burger King parking no, lot, quite. not the Clifton Common, different parking lot. Anyway, so this is the thirtieth birthday of the Macintosh computer. Which you love. Who cares? 30th birthday for Apple, the Macintosh. And the infamous Super Bowl video that they did, right? And I call it, I don't call it the Macintosh, I call it the Hypentosh. Eh. Because it's nothing but hype. Rotten Apple? Seriously, it's not, look, it's, <clears throat> it's the original Macintosh that came out. Yeah. In 1984. Well, they have like a Five-inch screen. <laughs> it was very small, but it was 1984. It was very expensive, several thousand dollars. And I'm not even like just saying this. Oh, Rob hates Apple or whatever. Like, no, this has nothing to do with that. Realistically, this multi-thousand-dollar computer could do almost nothing. It was ex- extremely underpowered. Yeah. The only thing about it was that at the time. Other home computers had a a command prompt, meaning it's just a black screen yeah, yeah, with yeah. a flashing cursor, Ooh, and you have to type shell, in commands. They call it the shell. Yeah, to 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 get it to run things. Whereas the Macintosh had a graphical user interface, right? Which was cool, but the computer itself was extremely, extremely limited. I don't even think there were games that you could play on that. I don't know if it could even run games. Well, it, had a three, it didn't have a three and a half inch floppy? Yes. But copying five, it's a, it, it was just extremely, extremely limited. Well, again, it was it was actually a financial flop. Like, nobody bought the thing because it was terrible. <laughs> right. But they're, I, I, I believe that they're collectible today. <laughs> People collect old computers. Oh, yeah. Hoarders. Are you kidding me? So anyway, uh, I was just going to segue real quick. Um, Esteban. In Florida. Yes, the great and powerful Esteban, Seven Cities of Gold. Well, he bought some kind of a Mac laptop, Mac Pro, like three years ago, he said, and it broke. Uh, And so, because you were asking me, you know, we haven't heard from him and this and that. He's still on Facebook. I see him. Probably on his phone or some old laptop, but um, yeah, he was complaining about it. And then I saw him trying to repair it by putting it in an oven. I'm not really sure what he's doing. 
But he said the problem was that Apple used some kind of eco-friendly solder, uh, and it doesn't last. Right. So it kind of was like, remember the, the Xbox 360 when it first came out? It would get yeah. so hot that the solder would, like, fall it apart. It would melt it. Yeah, yeah. It would, and then the graphics chip would, like, come. The, pro- here, the problem with the, not to get off subject, but the problem with the 360 was not simply that the solder would come out and therefore, you know, would break because there was no solder. Right. The problem was the graphics chip was held in with solder. <laughs> right. It wasn't like, you know, normally like no these pins. days. Yeah, like these days, it, it, you know, it, it was pins. There were pins, but it was on its side. <clears throat> the board was up when it was upright, it would be on its side. So it would eat, and it was very heavy, the heat sink and the 360, and it would just fall over. Not like fall out, fall out, but it would come out slightly enough that you get red ring of death. So it would come out of its of its socket. Yes, it's probably like right at the top, Chip. just kind yeah. of yeah, tip over. So you know, I mean, that's idiotic. But anyway, so uh, he's his Matt, his Apple thing broke. Of course, it's out of warranty, and they want five hundred dollars for him to fix it by shipping it to England. What? England. Apparently, that's where Apple is fixing their computers out of that's England. A, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it's Apple. Uh, all right, here's a question. Instead of buying a new MacBook Pro, which are which again is several thousand dollars. What? <clears throat> yeah, it's like like the starting price is twenty five hundred dollars. Oh, what? Two thousand twenty five hundred for a laptop? Yes, it's Apple. It's a ripoff. Uh... No, but in all seriousness, though. If Esteban is doing something that requires the extra CPU and the extra video and everything, fine. But Esteban, if you're if you don't require that, that's if he can hear us. You can just you can literally buy like a two hundred and seventy five dollar uh, Nexus tablet from Google, and it's like and and you can go on Facebook and watch YouTube, and you could do whatever you want on it, pretty much. Well, you can get a laptop for three four hundred dollars. Yeah, but it's garbage. So, how are you, it's, you mean it's not going to be as powerful as a, as a Google tablet? No, because the tablet is optimized. Ah. If you put Windows 7 on a $300 laptop, it's garbage. If All you right. put an optimized Android operating system on a, on a tablet, it's optimized. It's, Fine. it's very fast and powerful. <laughs> anyway, all right, what, what do you got next? So, um... Talk about some celebrities behaving badly. Shia LaBeouf! Oh, he's an idiot. So he was so insulted by the people coming after him because he plagiarized something. He played, Well, he made a short film. Yeah. Entered it into one of these uh, film festivals. And someone watching it was like, wait a minute, I've seen this before. <laughs> And it was a it was a literally a word for word shot for shot remake of an existing short film, which you're like, all right, well, so what? He he did a remake. Yeah. He took all he he it was like written by Shia LaBeouf, directed oh. by Shia LaBeouf, conceived by Shia. He gave the original person no credit whatsoever, and then he came. He kept denying. He kept denying it. Then he came out and apologized. You're like, all right, fine. It was a decent apology. Then someone Googled his apology, and he plagiarized his apology ah. from 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 some kind of Yahoo thing. 
Come on, this guy is like, what, so, what is wrong with this so he's guy? So he's so insulted by all this, he says he's retiring from public life. Good. He's retiring, Justin Bieber's supposedly retiring. Well, this is what I'm saying. Justin Bieber says he's retiring, then he gets arrested. For throwing eggs? No, he got arrested for driving drunk and high oh. and everything and speeding and drag racing in Miami. What is going on with these people? Seriously, what is going on with these people? They should deport him. He's Canadian. I know. Well, isn't Shia LaBeouf, too? No. No. Unfortunately, he is American. <laughs> what is going on with these young, semi-celebrity celebrity people? Ridiculous. What else? Um, oh. So oh, wait, 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 wait. Speaking of Shia LaBeouf, I have something that is tangentially related. That's probably good. So... Shia LaBeouf was star of the horrendous Transformers motion pictures, yeah, feature films. Michael Bay at the Consumer Electronics <laughs> Show, <laughs> yeah. January 2014. <laughs> right, January 2014, CES. Samsung has this big yeah. event. And the Samsung executive gets up on stage, and and they're they're promoting their big jumbo curved flat uh, TV, the 8K TV or whatever. And they have special guest Michael Bay. He yes. comes up on stage, and he's going to talk about how much he loves the TV. <laughs> well, guess what? The teleprompter gets up, broke. Yeah, he gets up there. He starts reading the teleprompter. The teleprompter got messed up. Michael Bay has a meltdown ah. and just walks off the stage. Well, it, 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 he. Because he was full of it. Exactly. I mean, he, had no, he had no sincere statement on the television or anything. He probably never even saw it. Exactly. So Michael Bay's an idiot. Yeah. Um, and, then, and my other question is, so for, for decades, yeah. we, had, we grew up with CRT TVs. Yeah. 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, everyone had a CRT TV. Curved screen. Right? Yeah. Then in the 1990s, at some point, Sony and, and Sharp, and like all these other Panasonic. Flat screen. They're like, no, 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 no. You don't want the curved screen CRT because it, it distorts the picture. We have come out with a flat screen CRT, no distortion. Okay. Amazing, right? Then they come out with HD TVs, they're flat panels, the LCDs, plasmas, LEDs, and they're all flat, no distortion. That's good. Now, these companies are introducing curved screens. It's like, you gotta check out our brand new state-of-the-art curved screens. Uh, it's like, are you stupid? I know. You're, now you're reintroducing distortion back into the picture? So what's the purpose of that? I don't know. It's just a marketing gimmick. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's like, I, ah, I hate everything. I hate the world. I hate life. Everything's a scam. Everything's a marketing uh, gimmick. Just sick of everything. Lies. What else? Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I, I was going to mention, um, I got you a Christmas gift. <laughs> yes, you did. Um... Small one. Uh, it was something that we talked about many episodes ago. I don't know if you want to give the backstory. We already did. We gave the backstory. 
Well, you're the one that always has to remind everybody exactly. What All what right, it was. in ninth grade, when I was in when when you and I were in ninth grade, it was what 1992, okay. 92, 93. All right. Um, I thought this story was older than that, but all right. No, when I, when we were all in right, ninth fine. grade, I became well for years and years and years. Growing up, I was very fascinated with video games and where they came from and how this all started, and and then finally by ninth grade. I, I did more and more research because in the in the magazines like Nintendo Power, Electronics Gaming Monthly, every once in a while there'd be an issue that had a little one page article about here's a you know the the picture processing unit or here's the, the what memory mapper chip or whatever like went into the technical aspects of video games which mm-hmm. I, I was very fascinated by, but I wanted more than that I was I, I was very curious about this so in ninth grade i went to the belleville public library in new jersey and i saw you know i i i I looked up if there's any kind of books or anything about the history of video games and there was one and it was called video invaders from 1982 by steve bloom 10 years prior (laughs) so uh so I, i checked it out of the library and i read it and it was very fascinating and i took notes and I did all this like I had outlines and timelines and and um and it was great but over the years as I did more research on the internet and 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 things getting more factual and people clarifying different things and doing interviews um Video Invaders was a very good book it was a very good foundation um a few of the things were a little inaccurate or, or a little confused, but overall, it was actually a very good book to read. Right. So, now we fast forward all these years, 20-something years. Um, so, we talked about it. I didn't. I never knew that you, 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 know, you had uh, enjoyed this book. <laughs> I did. It was so, I, I, I was looking up online. I'm like, all right, let's see if we can get this book. Well, no, first of all, as I had said in, at the time, I don't know if I, we said this in an episode, but I went to the library. Yeah. At some point last year, and uh, I, I was looking for that book because I saw on the internet that the, this particular library, again, in our hometown, still had it listed on their catalogs. I was like, oh my God, is it still there? <laughs> so I went there, and as it turns out, someone had taken the book out in the January before, almost a year ago now, and had never returned it. So, or something like that. Or maybe, they, maybe they sold it. They may have sold it in like a, a fundraiser or something. But anyway. Um, or threw it out. So it wasn't there anymore. So then I started looking online, and believe it or not, very hard to find. I saw one copy on eBay that was atrocious. I mean, it, it looked <laughs> like it had been left out in the in the gutter for three weeks. Terrible. And then there's the Amazon links. So I found one on Amazon. It was like 14 bucks or something with the shipping. Wow. Not very much. And, you know, there's no picture, so I'm like, oh, we'll see how it is. And I got it, and I was stunned um, from this book company, you know, some bookseller in, in Nevada. But I was stunned. I mean, it was like mint. Yeah, I know. I was in, it was like, wow. I know. I clearly had never been in a, in a library. Well, thank you for the present. So now I'm, you have it. I'm going to have to reread it. You now. never sent me the picture. Of what? Of Remember we took the picture? At the oh, end? yeah, yeah. I'll send it to you. Um, yeah, so uh, now you have the book. All right. Um, I have a couple things real quick. Are you? Do you have any interest in seeing the Lego Movie? The who? The Lego Movie. What Lego Movie? 
There's been commercials all over TV. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's this computer animated Lego movie, but it's yeah. computer animated to look like everything is built out of Legos. Like and, those video games. And like very choppy animation, like like it's Legos, like stop motion. R- really? But here's the weird... So it looks awesome. Okay. Visually, it looks awesome. So is it like the Lego video games, the Star Wars yeah. and the Batman? Oh. Yeah. Okay. But the, the twist is that it's not just like, oh, here's some generic Lego guy running around. There's a movie. It's like every single Lego toy that there is is in this movie. So like every license, like the Batman is a Lego ah, Batman's in this movie. Okay. Lego, whatever, like Indiana Jones whatever. and Star Wars. It's okay. like every, how did oh, they do this? So this is like it's like the Who Frame Roger Rabbit of Legos. Uh, I don't know this now. Now this no longer sounds that interesting. This sounds like it's going to be just a mumbled mess. No, but it looks very funny. Like it's done in a very silly. And way. let me guess, it's the same. It's like Jonah Hill and John C. Riley and Sarah Silverman doing other voices and probably, but I, uh, that I don't know. I don't know. Look it up here. Um. So there was that, <clears throat> and then. I think it looks very good. Mm, whatever. Uh, the RoboCop remake movie. <laughs> Haven't we talked about that? Will you go see that? Uh, no, I will not go in the theater to see it. <laughs> um, speaking of RoboCop, I have a movie review of 1987, was it? RoboCop. Oh, God. Oh, wait a minute. The Lego... All right. The Lego uh, movie will have as its cast... Mm. I don't know. Who's Chris Pratt? Oh, he's uh, he's from Parks and Recreation, yeah, and he's been in some movies. Will Ferrell, <laughs> Elizabeth Banks, Will Arnett is Batman. Yeah. Liam Neeson, mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman, Channing Tatum is Superman. All right. Nick Offerman, I don't remember. He's from Parks and Recreation. Okay. Alison Brie. Don't know her. I think she's also from kind of that kind of comic. Jonah Hill! I, I nah. just came out of nowhere. Jonah Hill's in this. Hey, Charlie Day from Always Sunny. Uh, Kobe Smother, Smolders from... from How uh, I Met yeah. Your Mother. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> it looks good. So, 1987 RoboCop movie review. RoboCop. I saw it for the first time a couple weeks ago. First time? Yes. It's been doing the last 25 years. <laughs> and I have to say... It was for me. It was kind of thumbs in the middle, not thumbs up, not thumbs down. Thumbs in the middle, only because perhaps uh, uh, wrongfully I had it in my mind all these years that RoboCop was this big, huge, classic, major movie from the eighties. No, it was it was low budget. Right. So then when I that finally saw it, I'm like, oh, RoboCop, I'm going to watch this classic. Everyone loves it. Big classic movie uh, of all time. And I'm watching it. I'm like, it, 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 it looked almost homemade. <laughs> it was so cheap. But kind of in a good way, almost. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was a very interesting movie. And it dealt with some kind of kind of like interesting topics. And of course, the sequels were just wastes but the original roller cop it's go, go on on i don't even think it's on netflix i think i recorded it off of cable but mm. um anyway if you can see it watch it and it's going to be way better than the, the whole thing with the original robocop was this police officer was killed 
Yeah, well, it was like Bionic Man. You yeah, know, in they... duty. They revived him as a robot version of himself, and they programmed him to uphold the law. To not break the law. I don't break the law. I am the law. <laughs> but, so, and, 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 and that results in some interesting situations where he has to, dis- well, I have to hold, the- I, I, I can't break orders, but it's a special circumstance. So in this, in, in the previews for the new remake of RoboCop, it's like RoboCop is just blowing everything up. It's like, what, that's not RoboCop. Well, of course! What are you... But that goes against the point yeah, of but, RoboCop. I know, but the reason that, that he didn't blow things up then was because he couldn't afford to. But it was also... Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, he, he, he was put in, in situations where... He had to uphold the law, but the situation called for him not upholding the law, so he was like conundrum. It's a conundrum. conundrum. In this new one, it's like conundrum. I am RoboCop. I'm gonna kill everyone. And I am the RoboCop. It's like, well, the, again, it defeats the purpose of RoboCop. The other thing with the new version, just from the the previews, is he's wearing some kind of rubber suit and it's black. It's like they're just ruining it. Ah, what would he expect? Uh, so there was that. I've also seen commercials for this other movie coming out called I, Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm very confused because it has has absolutely nothing, nothing to do with anything related to Frankenstein. Does it have to do with something related to Dr. Frankenstein? (laughs) I don't know. It doesn't look like it. It looks. I don't know. I'm. I'm very confused by that. It makes no sense. Um, my other movie question is: for years, for like twenty, thirty years, have you noticed that every few months, literally, like every several months, yeah, Hollywood keeps coming out with over and over and over again, a few times a year. Nazi movies. Of course. Have you noticed this? <laughs> well, what, gotten... what is Hollywood's obsession with Nazi movies? It's just, it's just, it, it, it's a concept that everyone understands, and so it's they're but... they're cheap and they're lazy, and and they 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 don't remember this is Hollywood. They don't take risks. Why do you think there's six comic book movies every year? I mean, it's just... well, I know, but how many times mind. can you rehash the same? Hitler made an army. He was really bad. He tortured people, and then we killed him. Well, this is not even that. This is the George Clooney movie, right? The any any of them. Well, no, but this one is basically kind of like it's kind of like a ripoff of um, Kelly's Heroes, star, which was the Telly Savalas Clint Eastwood movie from like 1970 or something, okay. which I loved as a kid. And, and that one is, is there's like this group, uh, you know, of army guys in, in World War Two, And I think they're in Italy or France or something. And the war's winding down. And there's some bank that the Nazis had control of. And they, and they want to take the bank back from the Nazis and they could steal all the gold. Oh, well, whatever. You know, and so this is kind of a reverse where they're trying to they're hunting for the museum items. But it's like. It's getting to the so point it's like where it's, Indiana Jones. Yeah, I mean, it, it gets to the point where it's kind of like, how believable is this anymore? You know, George Clooney is looks really old, and it's a bunch of the guys actors look really old. I'm like, you know, most of the guys in World War II were not old. John Goodman. John Goodman's in it. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Like this 60-year-old 700-pound oh, guy is in the military no, fighting World War no. II? No. <laughs> Not in the American side. Come on. Anyway, this uh, this obsession with Hollywood's oh, obsession well. with the Nazis. Oh, well. Um, uh, another, well, here's a question for you. So let's say Apple, because we are talking about Apple before, Apple takes Samsung to court and says, hey, Samsung. Did they do this? Yes. So Apple says Samsung. So why is this a hypothetical if it actually I'm just happened? saying. Apple takes Samsung to court. They say... Samsung is copying our iPhone. You're, you're, right. you're infringing on our copyrights and our patents. Yes, that's what they did. So they go to court, and then the, and they present the evidence. Samsung presents its evidence, and the judge says, you know what, Apple, I'm the judge. I have decided that Samsung did not infringe on your, tra- on your patents and right, copyrights. Right. Trial's over. That's the verdict. Then Apple appeals and says, no, we want, we're appealing, we're going to go to trial again. That's perfectly allowed under the law, yes. And then if the judge says, no, if it's a different judge, the judge says, well, I I, I don't see Samsung infringing, but then Apple appeals it. Like, what is the point of a court system if I don't get my way, I can just keep appealing and appealing until I get my way? No, what is the purpose of that? No, you can't keep appealing and appealing. You appeal to a certain level of of the court. If they won't take it, you go to you can go to a higher court. But you you only but get the a judge couple... already made his verdict. It doesn't matter. You can only appeal. You don't, get, you don't you like. I'm a little only... baby. No, I, no, no, I need no, no, to. No. Get, I, you can't keep appealing. I didn't get only... my way. I'm a baby. Eventually, you can't appeal anymore. It's just the the, the bottom line. But why can you? Keep I thought appealing? Samsung lost this case. I'm just saying. Like no, like with this whole book price fixing thing like apples appealing and no we want to appeal because we didn't get our way it's like no, the, the judge made his mind uh yeah what do you but, mean appeal well no we have to allow you have to allow appeals it's maybe, like if i'm wrongfully convicted but, but maybe and thrown in jail i would like to have an appeal but maybe one appeal not like 50 million appeals oh, until no, you get you your way no, you like a little appeals. spoiled oh. brat crybaby stupid well um, did you see this, Mike? You know the the Microsoft Xbox One that yeah. recently came out. So there are people posting YouTube videos talking about how great it is. Like, look, this is I'm gonna do. You know, people do these unboxings. Yes, or whatever. Yes, like, look, yes, it's, yes. I'm, re- I'm reviewing the Xbox One. Wow, this thing is amazing. I love it. It's great. The end. Okay. Nothing wrong with that, except. It turns out Microsoft has been paying all of these people to make videos. Why saying, would I tell Why did they call me? <laughs> I don't know. They're giving me a free Xbox One. What the hell? Why are we? <laughs> why am I the last one to know about these things? <laughs> so now, if I go on YouTube and I want to get a review of a, 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 a true unbiased review of the Xbox One, I don't know what video to look at. Hey. Well, I think Ridiculous. what you would do is you would go to a reviewer that you're comfortable with and trust, rather Can't, than just a stranger. How we, would you know either way? You and I are the only ones anyone can trust anymore, because we don't make any money off of anything. No. Nobody's paying us for anything. No. Um, and then last thing is, I have a, another movie nice. review. 
uh, it was on Lifetime. Oh boy. TV channel. And it was it was a Lifetime movie. It was called Blindsided. Wait, wait, is this this isn't the uh, Sandra Bullock movie? No. Okay. No. This was called Blindsided. And Sandra it stars, Bullock. It stars Michelle. Hey, Bo- do you remember I was in a movie with Sandra Bullock? You know who it is, don't the, you, Jeff? The Vanishing. It's me, Barney. She was in that. Yeah, she's the one that vanished. <laughs> I never saw it. I made Diane drink the coffee, Jeff. No, okay. Don't you want to know what happened? Yes. What happened? You have to drink the coffee. <laughs> okay. Um. So anyway, it's called Blindsided. Yeah. Stars Michelle Monaghan. I like her. And Michael Keaton. I like Michael Keaton. I think I saw this. No. Parts of it. So. There there was some kind of a heist involved? Kind of. So Michelle Monaghan plays a blind woman. Okay. She's living in a a very, very expensive, ritzy apartment with her boyfriend. Who's that? I don't know. It's not Michael Keaton. No. So her boyfriend. Well, no. They're like 50 years apart in age. What's the big deal? So, um. Actually, Michael Keaton was an executive producer okay. on this movie, and of course, he puts himself in. But um, so she's living with her boyfriend in his very expensive, ritzy apartment. Turns out the boyfriend is involved in in like a lot of drug gangs and oh, stuff. Oh boy! So she comes home one day. She's blind. She comes home one day and finds him dead in the kitchen. How would she know? Can't see him because she slipped on his blood. Ah! And then found the knife and his body and and whatever. So she's so going they, crazy. they charge her for it? No. So well, she touched the knife. It's she... clearly her. Got blood all over her. So she goes to like take a shower. Just one more thing. <laughs> she's in the shower. Right. And someone is in her apartment. Ah. And he like ties her up and 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 whatever. And she's like, "What do you want from me?" He's like. I'm going to kill you. It, 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 it wasn't making any sense. It was really stupid. Well, it was on Lifetime. So then she escapes the ropes and everything. She escapes. She runs outside and starts screaming, someone help me, someone help me. Michael Keaton runs up to her and mm. says, oh, I'm, I'm a police officer. I'm going to help you. What ah, do you need? Okay. It's like my boyfriend's killed in my apartment. There's a there's a killer inside my apartment. Wait, hold hold on, let me let, let me pause this for a second. Yeah. She comes home. She slips on the blood. Right. Finds the boyfriend dead. The knife killed him. She doesn't call the police. <laughs> she I don't know. She doesn't call the police. Her first inclination is I'm not gonna call the police. The boyfriend's dead. I'm gonna go take a shower. She, she wanted to get the blood off of her. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so Michael Keaton's like, no, no, it, it's okay. I'm, I'm gonna help you. What's wrong? I'm, I'm a police officer. No, he's not a police officer. He's Batman. Whatever. So, all right. So he's like, what's wrong? So she brings him up into her apartment to show him. Yeah. He slams the door, locks it, and says, "I'm not a police officer. I'm, I'm another murderer." Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> Time out! Somehow, here's the problem with this story. I ha- I did watch pieces of this movie okay. because I like Michelle Monaghan, so I saw it. I was like, "Ooh, I'll watch this." And then I got I I I must have like fallen asleep or something. I didn't watch the rest, so I can't really 
deny if what you're saying is true or ridiculously not even close. It's true. But so here's the thing. But hold on a minute. Right, let me right, let me get right, this straight. Right, right. The mur some murderer is in the apartment. She's taking the shower. <laughs> right. Ties her up. Do we know who this person is? A murderer. But do we know who it is though? Who the it looks actor? like? Yes. Just some actor. Oh, so it's not Michael Keaton. No. So this blind moron who doesn't call the police, takes a shower, then gets tied up, gets out of the being tied up, runs outside, finds Michael Keaton, brings him up there because he says he's a cop. And again, who who in their right mind is somebody comes screaming out in the street, help me, help me, I'm a cop, but you're not a cop. Because, I don't know. What is the point of all this? So who did he kill? So here's the thing. So he slams the door and says, aha, I'm not a cop. I'm another murderer. And he and the uh, and the first murderer are partners. Oh, okay. So it turns out that the guy, I think the, the, the first guy kind of like let her go on purpose so that she would run into the Michael Keaton. The Michael Keaton guy was waiting outside. Oh, to like frame him for it. No. Okay. No. So then, so according to the plan, sense. she runs into Michael Keaton. He pretends to be police. She brings him up. Now you have two murderers in the apartment who are partnered up together. Oh, the other murderer's still there? Yeah. They're, Why they're, is he still there? They're partners. Oh, fine. All right. So this the, part, I saw the movie where they were pulling, right. they were looking for something and she so wouldn't the, tell the them where it was. the point was they were part of the gang that the boyfriend was involved with who, and he ripped them off. So they were coming hunting him down to get what he owed them. So they kept asking her, where's the money? Where's the money? She had no idea. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I blah, 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 blah. So then they're like, well, where are the diamonds? She's like, I have no idea. I've never seen the diamonds. I'm not involved with this. I have no idea. So then they take power tools and start literally chopping up all the like floors and walls and stuff <laughs> yeah. looking for looking for hidden things. Yeah, I saw that part of they it. They find a, a a safe in the floor. Right. Meanwhile, she's all tied up and crying and everything. So then she realizes the only way she's going to get out of this is if she gets these two guys to turn on each other and kill each other. So she starts trying to manipulate the one guy like Oh, you uh, think you think if he opens the safe, he's going to split it with uh, you? He's going to kill you and take uh, it for himself? Then she talks to the Michael Keaton guy. Like, you think if when you open the safe, he's not going to kill you and take all the diamonds? You you know. So then the two guys start fighting uh, with each other and yeah. trying to kill each other. Of course. Then they realize, no, 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 this is stupid. Let's, we're, we're, we're partners again. They open up the safe and it's and it's empty. Ah, now they got to kill somebody. So now they're like, you know, where are these diamonds? They have to be in here somewhere. He he ripped us off. So again, they're like ripping apart the whole entire apartment, and then finally they 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 take some kind of oil painting or photograph that's hanging up on the wall, and they they smash that. Yeah. And the diamonds were inside there. Ah. And then, wait, no, were they? No, the no, 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 I'm sorry. The diamonds weren't, money was in there. Oh, okay, money. They smash it open, they find all this money, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they're like, okay, great. And 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 the Michelle Monaghan character is like, okay, you got what you wanted, now you can leave. And they're like, no, we still need the diamonds. Eh. 
So then the, the other two guys start fighting with each other again. They go out on the balcony of this big skyscraper and they keep trying to push each other off and kill each other. <laughs> and they have potted plants out on the balcony. Uh, fine. So then Michelle Monaghan says, oh, actually, I do know where the diamonds are. They're in one of these plants. Oh, uh, okay. So they start smashing all of the plants. Meanwhile, her hope was that she does she's just making it up. Her hope is that while they're distracted smashing all these plant these potted plants apart, she's going to grab one of their guns and sh- and kill them. Even though she's blind. Right. So she does grab one of their guns and Michael Keaton is like He's, like, slowly walking toward her, trying to not make any noise. And she's just randomly spraying bullets everywhere. <laughs> she runs out of bullets. Uh, he comes and, and tries to, like, push her off the balcony. Uh, then the cat comes. The, what cat? They had a cat. <laughs> the cat comes and starts scratching Michael <laughs> That's the Catwoman attacking Batman, right? That's kind of allusion to that. Then Michael Keaton Batman. throws the cat off of the skyscraper. I saw that part. Yes. <laughs> and then, how does it? How did it end? Uh, then, um, did so, it end? Maybe it's still going. No. So then Michael Keaton killed the younger guy. All right. He kept stabbing him, and then and then he tried to kill Michelle Monaghan, but then she. She like ended up stabbing Michael Keaton. They're, nice. they're, they're, the two guys are laying on the ground. The younger guy somehow comes back to life and tries to kill Michael Keaton again. And then Michael Keaton cuts his stomach open. And then, then no, and, and then Michael Keaton pretends to. He says, "You know what? I got the money. This isn't worth. I'm, I'm just taking the money and I'm leaving." He's like a, a psycho. <laughs> I know. The mood swings. So, so he like leaves. Beetlejuice. Right? Okay. So he leaves. Yeah. Michelle Monaghan's just like sitting there like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Right? So she goes to leave, like get help or whatever. Michael Keaton really didn't leave. He was hiding by the door because he wanted to see if I tell her I left, mm-hmm. I'm going to be quiet and see if she really takes the diamond. I like this guy. He's clever. <laughs> So then she starts screaming again, like, why are you doing this? You're crazy. Why don't you ever really leave when you say you're going to leave? <laughs> um, so then somehow she ends up grabbing the knife. Oh, no. So, so then they go back out onto the balcony. She throws him off the balcony. How? I don't know. She like body slams him off the balcony. <laughs> no, she flings him off the balcony. And it ju- it the camera literally just shows him like a wily e. coyote, just like <laughs> falling, 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 and then it hits the ground and like dust, yeah. know, a cloud of dust. And then the camera stays there. For Did a he few land seconds. on the cat? No. Here's the thing. So the camera stays there, and we're like, why? Like, all right, he's dead. Why is it? And then like five seconds later, you see the cat start scratching him again because <laughs> the cat landed on its feet. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, from like 30 stories up, I don't know how realistic that is. Uh, yeah, there's been cats that have survived that. Wow. Um, so then, it go, finally, the last scene of this movie is back in the apartment. It's all dark because Michael Keaton had cut the power somehow. <laughs> Michelle Monaghan's in this dark, completely trash, demolished apartment. She goes into the freezer 
doesn't call the police or not. She goes into the freezer, takes an ice cube tray, and runs it under hot water, and that's where the diamonds were. Uh, whatever. Then she gets an, another... How would she know that they're diamonds? She can't see them. I don't know. So then she gets another empty ice cube tray, puts the diamonds in that ice I cube see. tray, fills it with water, and puts it back in the freezer. Oh, God. Why she had to do that, I don't know. But, and then she, and then she, finally she leaves the apartment and it was the end. Sounds fun. It was pretty, Bad. pretty, Bad. it was entertaining. I'll put mm. it that way. All right. This is fast. Blindsided. All right. Uh, actually, I think it was called Penthouse North. No. I think they called... renamed it. In IMDb, it said Penthouse North. And that's, oh. I remember that. On Lifetime, it was called Blindsided. Uh, maybe they changed it. Who cares? Um, it's terrible. This is f- fast. Uh, the GameCube. Mm, so that I, I saw this article. Did I send it to you? Yes. All right. So I read this article. Some the history of the GameCube. Yeah. Somebody wrote this. Re- they compiled this really good history. I, I got to turn the heat on first. We're freezing in here. The history of the GameCube. Um. And it was pretty interesting. It talked about a lot of the behind the scenes stuff and. Just a real quick um, rundown of some interesting things. Uh, first was that, you know, Nintendo, when they made the N64, they had contracted this company called Silicon Graphics uh, out of uh, California to do it. And, you know, they did it for the N64. But then there was a lot of, like, intercompany issues. And, you know, it was like it was like an animal house. Silicon Graphics was a disaster. It sounded like the old Atari. Yeah. I mean, there was, like... Hookers and parties and embezzlement. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, and uh, that was pretty... completely mismanaged. Oh, it was terrible. And so they eventually lost the contract to do the GameCube, and it well, went... Nintendo wanted nothing to do. Oh, of course, They're like uh, and... no. Yeah. So then eventually it went to this other company that some guys that they had worked with at Silicon Graphics. They got it, and then Silicon Graphics sued them. It was Art X. Yes. A R T X. And, you know, so it was really interesting to see, you know, like, how that came about and, and, and the technology behind it, a lot of those things. And also, it really it does a lot with, like, it talks, to, like, about what Miyamoto and Yamauchi had thought about at the time. And <clears throat> there was a really, really good quote in there from uh, Yamauchi, who was the CEO of Nintendo for, you know, 50 years. Yeah. And he said... When they're asking him about, like, how come the GameCube didn't sell? And he said, well, you know, we kind of misunderstood what people wanted. And when he meant basically, you know, United States, Western, uh, uh, whatever. He said, uh, it's a great quote where he said, you know, Nintendo, we, we were out to, uh, to make and sell fun. Right. But what we found was that the customer didn't want fun. They wanted to kill people <laughs> right. in HD. Which is true, yes. That's true. And that was essentially uh, the quote, which is very true and, and is, is a, a big part of the, the issues Nintendo has now with their console that basically nobody bought. Um, but some other parts in there was really fair. There was a lot of like, and then there was the other company, uh, not Rare, but what was the other one in Texas? Retro. Yes. It was this company called Retro that had kind of started from the ground up. And um, 
for some reason, Nintendo decided to make them like a second-party developer. Like, they were going to make all these games for them for the GameCube. Yeah. And a lot of them were, were sounded like really interesting concepts. And one of them was actually an NFL game. Like, Nintendo would have had their own sports franchise, basically, kind of which, like... Which they did on the Super Nintendo. No, they didn't. Play-action football. Yeah, that stunk. I know, but I'm just saying. Like, nobody cared. Anyway, so I'm just saying, you know how, like, the Dreamcast, Sega didn't yeah. have EA, so they had the Sega Sports. Right. And this company, you're talking about mismanagement. Basically, this guy that started the company stole all the money from it, was, like, partying all the time. It was Jeff something or other was Retro? his name. Yes. Yes. Okay. It was a disaster. An outright disaster. That's they, made, why... they made the Metroid Prime game. Yes, those they actually made, but all these other, it was like five, six other major games that they were supposed to make for launch, they had to cancel them off, because the company was a disaster. They were so bad, in fact, Nintendo bought them for a ridiculous amount of money, like two like a, million dollars. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. nothing. Right. It was like a joke. And, and just as a comparison, Rare, when stupid Microsoft bought them, paid like $380 million. And then did nothing with them. And Nintendo didn't want... No, it's no, not No, Nintendo true. wanted them, Nintendo yes. wanted them... Not for that price. Not for that price, no. Not for that. And that was basically the end of Rare. For all intents and purposes. It's unfortunate. Well, a lot of the people left yeah, they all Rare left. to form... Uh, what the heck was the... It was the, the team that made the Time Splitters games. Oh, I don't remember. I forget what it was. Free Radical. Oh. Some some of the key people left Rare to make Free Radical. Other people left to go other places. So yeah. I mean, the 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 software company Rareware was really a, a shell of its former. Oh yeah. Self. I mean, not to not to discredit. It, it the was ba- basically team, the but. founders of the company were looking to cash in, and they did. They yes. cashed in for a lot. Oh yeah, of that's money. right. Yeah. So it said, what were they the Stampers? Yeah. The Stamper Brothers. So yeah, they, they were in. like, you know, we're we're tired of being under Nintendo's. Rule, oh, please. We want to cash in and go with a big, <laughs> yeah, huge right. billion-dollar company like Microsoft. Yeah, and they found well, it was worse. They found out, like Nintendo would send them suggestions, like, "Well, maybe yeah. you should tweak this part of the game or make the character look a little more like this." If you want, we're just giving you suggestions. Yeah, they hated that. Then they went. They're like, "Well, finally, yeah. we are we are free of Nintendo's tyranny." They go to Microsoft. Microsoft's like... No, you are doing it this way. Yeah. It's too bad. <laughs> right. We don't like, want to hear anything. They're like, uh, you need to change this part of the game. Well, we think it's okay. No, you are changing this part of the game. You're like, what? And they, oh, said, well. they said they regretted ever leaving Nintendo. No, no, no. The, the people who worked there regretted it. Yeah. They worked at Rare. The owners didn't. Well, no. They, they made got, $300 million. They had their payday. But uh, some of the other interesting things in there was um, they were actively working on essentially a motion controller. For the GameCube. I've never seen this. There's got to be a... Apparently there was prototypes made. A GameCube, like a WaveBird controller that also did motion. Mm. You know, that's probably worth a fortune. Um, Well, but since the GameCube (coughs) wasn't as successful as their previous console, they figured, let's just repackage the whole thing and rebrand it as the Wii yeah, well. from scratch. So, uh, yeah, um, it was interesting when they talked about, you know, how that they, that when they decided not to make a D- DVD playable, I mean, their reasoning was kind of stupid, like, well, if the DVD breaks, and I'm like, well, but it's, it's the same drive. 
Yeah. It's kind of stupid. But uh, they, they were they, they didn't want to pay the license. Yeah, that was it. They didn't they they felt like they couldn't afford it. And um so that was it was interesting. It was also interesting how they lamented uh who's the current Nintendo guy? I, Iwata or something like that? Yeah. He they kind of lamented that they they never really did anything with networking. And they never like the online stuff, and so now they are like a decade behind Sony mm. and Microsoft, and that's one of their other problems. But oh. it was really interesting, you know. They talked about how uh, Microsoft spent five hundred million dollars to market the original Xbox, and Nintendo spent like nothing. What twenty Maybe, million? No, or no, they like spent like a hundred or something yeah. eventually on the game. Eventually, yeah. and it was interesting. They showed polls. At the time, and most people, it was like ridiculous, like sick, like two thirds of the people said at the time, we're looking forward to the PlayStation 2. Right. I, I don't It's true. I guess. I don't really remember. Like, I remember, like, everybody I knew were like, oh, wait, this Xbox. Yeah, we want to wait for this no, Xbox. This thing looks cool. Two. It was know. Sony's hype machine, was yeah. unstoppable well, at that time. <clears throat> so. Well, anyway, so that was, this is a really interesting article. I'll post the link to it. Um, it's, it's long. Yeah, very long. Really long. But... PunchStevenson.com. Yeah. Don't kill me. Don't kill me, man. Don't kill me. Don't kill me, man. I'm not going to kill you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. So we were just mentioned Steven Zagal real fast. I just saw that people say he wants to run for governor of Arizona. Uh, that would be great, actually. <laughs> for us. He doesn't even live in there. He was in New Orleans. He is everywhere. He is he is all knowing, all powerful. He, omnipresent. First of all, this guy is a is a traitor. He's out there in Russia having dinner with Vladimir Putin, I know, I know. and he's he's training posse's of of child molesters. <laughs> we talked about yeah, in Arizona. Was that where him and Lou Ferrigno? I know he was on the border, and I think that because his Lawman show, which I don't even watch. Wait, that, that's not still on, is it? I think so, because uh, I think they went from New Orleans, and now they're doing shows where he's on the border patrol with Mexico. <laughs> he's, like, chasing after Mexicans. <laughs> what? He's like, he can't even run. Well, he's in a truck. <laughs> well, don't run. That's... <laughs> uh, but that's not karate. That's in a truck. says it's karate. He's supposed to be Mr. Martial Arts Zen uh, guy. Zen. It's not, wait, it's not Zen. Zen, I just... Running over Mexicans in a truck. That's not Zen. It's Zen. <laughs> no, put him in a body bag. Come on. <coughs> All right, yeah, we'll have to get Steven Seagal on the oh, show. I can't breathe. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> He's never going to come on the show. Come on. Well, if he did, we wouldn't be able to hear him. That's true. <laughs> what? It's me, Steven Seagal. Gargled beforehand is or this, something. Is this podcast Zen? <laughs> You want to buy some of my energy drinks? Uh -huh. Um. By the way, so you know how uh, for years and years on the Paunch Stevenson show, paunchstevenson.com, we've been, like, you know, you've been uh, talking about Eliza Dushku. Right. 
And for the first few years, this was like before you even got to meet her or talk to her or anything, before she we, before we interviewed her, um, this was back in the early days when you were just talking about her. All the time. When you all the time. When you were saying Eliza Dushku, yeah. I didn't know who that was, and I kept thinking You don't it, know who anyone is. I, but because I don't watch Buffy or whatever or, or Angel. So so um I kept thinking that it was I got her confused with Elisha Cuthbert. Yeah. I thought that's who you were talking about. No, she has blonde hair. Well, I know now. I wouldn't have been talking about her then. I don't even know if she was really. Um, she was in a she movie. Was stuff she was in that movie, the the girl next door yeah. or something. Well, she was in Twenty Four. How was she? With I, Kiefer Sutherland. I didn't ever I watch that show. I just yeah. remember she was on it. Um. Oh, I so so you know how we were doing the lame idiot of the year, and it was the Microsoft Xbox people. Yeah. Um, I thought of another. Lame it. It would be funny I, if they emailed us complaining. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't know what you're talking about. I would have sued them for harassment. Punitive damages. Um, I thought of another another th- uh, organization that we could have done the lame idiot of 2013. Yeah. The NSA. <laughs> spying yeah, the NSA, on everybody. Yeah. Not only spying, but creating this compound holding gigabytes of gigabytes of gigabytes of data, petabytes and zettabytes and whatever, Google bytes of, of information about everybody. Ridiculous. Uh, I mean... Um, Ridiculous. Well, I mean, that story's only getting worse, so they could, I know. Always, they could always be starred in, uh, in this year. Well, that's true. Yeah, 2014. You know, um, oh, by the way, Happy New Year. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so... I was so, Come on, I was so caught up in the Tammy Aaron interview whatever. that I forgot to... It's 2014. Well, it's just a it's just a calendar that started, yeah. you know, 2,000 years ago. I mean, there's really nothing uh, um, significant an, about it in the history of the universe. Yeah, I know. Another thing is... Um, so, right, so... Wait it, a minute, so I was going to mention the Duck Dynasty idiots real fast. Do People it. People have been complaining about them. Yeah, well, they're... they're Come on, who watches this? Uh, what do you mean, who watches? It's like one of the most popular shows on television. Why? Wait, it, has this has this replaced that that honey poo poo or whatever that was? It's blown that off the <laughs> out of the water. It's this is the Duck Dynasty is basically the Kardashians for for hillbillies. <laughs> but That's we don't what even, it is. We don't even need the regular Kardashians. Why do we need a hillbilly Kardashian? Yeah, because they weren't watching the Kardashians, so there was an. Right, let's was get a, them on the show. It was a demographic there that the Kardashians weren't hitting. Mm-hmm. So anyway, my. Can we get them on the show? Who? Duck Dynasty. Oh no, Kara. You know how many hillbillies I know from my uh, racing fandom no. that I can get on the show? Come on, tons of them. But anyway. All right. So what about these? people these um, ducks howard the duck all right well you see how you know that they all right first of all the, the duck dynasty is this family they make like duck whistles don't you have something like that in your well, your box by the way rob apparently has brought this teenage girl's makeup kit it's a tackle box it's not a the tackle box does not have a mirror in it filled with audio equipment I'm gonna have a picture of this thing. I have a train whistle. You have a train whistle in it. I didn't even know this existed. This I don't, I don't even bag remember. of tricks. I don't even remember where I got this. 
That sounds terrible. Let's hear the other thing there. Oh, the kazoo. Well, I said a duck. <laughs> Our new theme song, <laughs> Miracle Man. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? I'm telling you. Esteban got a kick out of your rendition at the end of the last episode. That was wait a minute. That was like a drunk computer. How did you? How did you get? How did you get it to sound so bad? It was hilarious. Exactly. I was looking for a MIDI file. But there was no, no one had created a sugar a, man, a Rodriguez. Yeah, I mean, it's so it's too obscure. Somebody created me. Rodriguez. Card. Yeah. So I couldn't find it. So I found this program called like WIDI or something like yeah, that. Yeah, those don't work. Well, exactly. <laughs> so you take a wave file and you punch it into this thing, convert it to a MIDI. Right. I thought it got it pretty. It wasn't perfect, but that's. A, I wanted it to sound. I wanted it to sound idiotic. <laughs> so it actually came out perfectly. What is that? Oh, that's from one of those... <laughs> the Switch box. Yeah, I have one of those in there. All right, so anyway, Duck Dynasty. Anyway, so they sell, like, duck whistles to, like, duck hunters. <laughs> Whatever. So, they, they, no, but they, they make, like, millions and millions. Their business is worth, like, $400 million. Oh, so, you mean that's their actual job? That's their business. So these people are rich anyway. Right. And so they decided to do a reality TV show of them right. where, as you could see, they all look like ZZ Top. Now, the, the point being, now there's two controversies. This is not really a controversy, but basically what they said is the show is 100% fake. It's totally scripted. They only look scripted. like that. I know. I mean, we heard that from Jeff Sitar. Right. The safe cracker. So, um. Well, plus, you know, just watching Pawn Stars, it's obviously right. scripted because they're such bad actors. All right. So, so these people, they showed pictures of them from like 10 years ago and they look totally normal. And now they, <laughs> right. you know, they look like, and now they look ridiculous with these beards. But anyway, so they're totally fake. And the grandfather got in trouble because he made some homophobic and racist comments on some interview. And then wouldn't apologize. And A&E threatened to throw them off. And then they caved and, of course, put them back on the, the air. No so. morals. A&E is moralless. So there's celebrity deaths. Oh yeah. Go through fast. Oh yeah, there are celebrity deaths, right? Um, I don't know if I have dead or alive two info celebrity has all of deaths them. actually. Right there, number one. All right. So, born November twenty seventh, nineteen forty. Born what? What is that? Born. Oh, born. Never. Stop. Shut up. Born November twenty seventh, nineteen forty eight. Died December 31st, 2013, New Year's Eve. 65 years old. Actor James Avery. Actor and voice actor James yes. Avery. Uh, I guess best known for playing... Uh, Uncle Phil. Uncle Philip Banks on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And yeah. in the original late 1980s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon show, the voice of Shredder. Shredder. The yeah. turtles, I can't. Turtles. He was great. I loved he that. Was. Guy. He was hilarious. Yes. He played opposite uh, the uh, the child molester or whatever, the, the Elmo guy. Wait, what? The Elmo guy was Splinter. Oh, that was in the movie. Never mind. No. What? <laughs> oh, what was his name? Uh, I forget. 
Um, I forget to. And then the other guy, who is who has joined, joined the captain, captain Lou Kirk. Albano. Oh, that's right. Well, this happened a while ago, and we just totally forgot about it. Yeah. Danny Wells. Yeah. Danny Wells died on November twenty eighth. He was born April Canada. 7th, yeah, April 7th, 1941, died November 28th, 2013, 72 years old, born in Montreal, Quebec, Canada, died in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Um, and you're probably wondering, well, all right, who the heck is Danny Wells? Danny Wells co-starred alongside Captain Lou Albano. He played he played Mario. Danny Wells was Luigi yes. on the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yes. It was they were great. Yes. Hey Mario. <laughs> I love that. Um yeah, that's unfortunate. His his real name, by the way, was not Danny Wells. It was Jack Wesselman. Oh. Westelman? I don't know. Well, I didn't know that. Well, now you know. Danny Wells, yeah. Um W E L L S. Yeah, he died and he was and on, also, on the uh, God. Yeah. He actually did a lot of voice work, it looks like. Yeah. And also, uh, yeah. one half of the Everly brothers died. Oh. Phil Everly. Oh. Who's the other brother? Don. Oh, Don and Phil. Uh, whatever. Uh, he died too. Phil Everly. And Phil. Last but not least. Was he a doctor? No. Uh, uh, where the hell is this? Uh, no, no, this is somebody we know from our area, but it was a New York uh, conservative radio host, Bob Grant. Bob or, Grant. Or his birth name, Rob Gigante. Yeah, he was Italian. Uh, he was Big actually, Rob. He was from Chicago, but uh, made his, he was famous... In the 70s, 80s, 90s, as a right-wing radio host. But he wasn't, like, uh, in New York. Yeah, he he, he said a lot of... He was like a Don Don Imus. Yeah, I mean, he was very... Making racist remarks. Yeah, but the thing with him was, he was like... Like a grease man. Yeah, but he was very, um, like, even keel. Like, he wasn't like a Limbaugh... Who would like scream? At well, yeah, he wasn't. He, right, he wasn't a shock jock. He was more uh, yeah. just like very matter of fact. But still, I mean, he would say he would say bad things. Yeah, Oops. evidently. Knock my TV on the floor. He was born March fourteenth, nineteen twenty nine. Died December thirty first. Again, New Year's Eve, December thirty first, twenty thirteen. Eighty four years old. Yeah. Bob Grant. Bob Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> No. Uh, what else do I have? Um, I have. Oh, here's look. What is going on? Right for for several years. Let's say the past ten years, or the past like nine. Yeah, like nine, ten years. Uh, it's 2014. Keep going. Right. I gotta use that. HD. Well, no, I need you. <sighs> HD TVs. Right. Yeah. And people, it took a, it took like pretty much like eight or nine years for for the for the adoption rate to like really uh, be mainstream. Yeah. Seven twenty p, ten eighty p. Then the past couple of years, these companies are pushing three D HD TVs, the new thing. Yeah, that went nowhere. 
It's like, hey, even though you just spent $700 on a 1080p HDTV two years ago, now we have 3D HDTV. Nobody bought it. Now, two years after this 3D nonsense, I'm seeing commercials on TV for the new 4K uh, Ultra HD 4K TVs. Be, Who is going to buy this? It's just nobody. It's just a way for them. It's like a feature for them to force some people to buy new TVs when they don't need it. I know, but number one, do you know how expensive a 4K TV is going to be compared to a 1080p? I'm sure it's going to be and number two, expensive. Even if I'm like, oh my god, look at this commercial 4K, I have to buy this. I, I run out to Best Buy, I spend $2,000 or however, however much it costs on a 4K TV, I get it home, I hook it up, and I can watch nothing <laughs> on it. Because nothing takes advantage of 4K. Very little will. Um, this is pointless. They've talked about some like streaming services. I can't imagine that's going to work very well. This is point like uh, uh, in all serious. I know we get silly. I know we complain. I'm being totally dead serious. This is pointless. I agree. Now, I agree. <laughs> Unless you're going to go on for twenty minutes here. No. Um. So, uh, what did I? Um, another stupid thing I've noticed, and, and this has been for many years, but, uh, TV commercials, again, commercials, um, <laughs> during Christmas time, I always, my whole life I've seen these car commercials where the wife wakes up and the husband's like dangling keys in front of her face like Merry Christmas I got you a car or the wife wakes up and she goes outside yeah. and there's a brand new car with a big bow on it or what does, does, does this ever happen in has any husband ever bought a wife a car for Christmas maybe not for Christmas has this ever happened in the universe and it certainly doesn't happen as a uh, surprise Ugh, these commercials are so annoying. I've been thinking about this a lot. Mm. And you know how uh, the, this whole, in, 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 in the United States of America, this whole like gun debate ownership Ugh. thing? So I've been thinking about it, and you know how the people who say we want to own all kinds of guns, how dare they? It, it's it's our constitutional right. How dare they try to take that you away? You can't take it from my cold dead hands, Doctor Zayers. Right. A lot of people say that, and it was like, it's like, all right, all right, all right. Why? Why are why is this so important to you? And and people give the reason. Yeah. One the main one of the main reasons that people give is it's my it's a constitutional right because I need to have guns in case the government tries to take us over. Right? We have to be ready. Yeah, well that that's part of it. Right. And okay, that's your reason. I think it's a nonsensical but, reason. But I've been thinking about it. And that reason makes 0.0, 0 sense. Uh, because, all right, think about it. 
you're a guy at home. You're 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 some kind of gun crazed person. You you want to be surrounded by all these guns, right? Handguns and machine guns well, and whatever. Well, first of all, a lot of those people are just hoarders. But but here's my thing. Even if you have twenty guns in your house, if the government, if the United States government, United States military, the U.S. mil, the biggest military on earth comes knocking at your door with tanks and missiles and rocket launchers. and yeah. What is your little collection of 20 guns going to do? Well, You're dead. Right? No, it's not going to... I mean, if you, you think about it, I mean, all these, like, standoffs that they wind up having with these, you know, like... Um, like with the David Koresh-Waco thing, the big standoff, yeah. and they wound up setting the building on fire and blowing them up. But you see what I'm saying? People's excuses. Well, I have to be ready in case the government comes. If the government comes, you're dead. The government's going to come with tanks and rockets and missiles and landmines. Well, the assumption... what, is, what is your little two, you know, pea shooter pistol going to do? Give it up. Well, it's not going to do anything. It's it's a. Look, I mean, it's a uh, it's a philosophical argument, I would say, in that sense. But well, the real, like I said, the reality is most of these people are just hoarders and. It's Why no, don't they hoard something else? Well, something that can't murder people. No, they're just into guns. Um, they're not insane enough to be hoarding video games. Nah. But, um, <laughs> or comic books. Well, no, what I was going to say was, it's it's similar to the video game thing. Like, for instance, when the Xbox One was going to come out and the, and the PS4, there was all this talk about there would be no physical media. They would all be download only. And Which is fine. I know, but immediately a lot of the collectors went, they really went berserk because that essentially ends their collecting. <laughs> I mean, how can you blame them? If, they, if you're a game collector slash hoarder. <laughs> yeah, but. And you don't get any new games, how you get, you can't do anything anymore. Listen, I when I was younger, in my teens and 20s, I used to think. You know, I want more video games. I'm going to have shelves full of video games. It's going to be awesome. I, I do. When I get old, I'm going to have <laughs> shelves and cabinets. and I'm going to have all these video games on display. It's going to be great. And then I moved. Password. And then I had to pack everything up into boxes and move them and carry them up. And then I moved again. And then I moved again. And then ten moving ten times later, like seven times later, you know what? I want everything to go digital. So I could just pick up my computer, put it in the car, move into the new place, and now I have everything. I don't have to have boxes and boxes of discs and CDs and cases. It's like I don't want I don't want physical. It's cluttering up my house. I don't want it. I've gotten rid of so much physical media. Right. None of which you've given to me. Well, I've sold it on eBay. Oh. <laughs> Well, it, it, you have way more than I do. I know. That's true. Physical. Um, I want digital. Yeah, but you don't play anything anyway. Not at the moment. When, when I get my, my fun room set up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Why? That's a good one. How long have you been in the house? How many years? A few. Please. <sighs> You got more cat litter down the there than you do video games. <laughs> well, that might be true. <laughs> Come on. 
going to be like going to somebody's no. house that we know. No, 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 no. I like keep video I, games amongst cat piss. No, I am not. Like I keep the litter very clean. I'm a very clean, neat person. Let's not exaggerate here. We could get a new year, like I said. Hundred bucks. Yeah. You put it into your HD TV, and you can get every emulator known to man up until you know. And I can be able to emulate like PS2. Well, I don't want to emulate PS2. I'm just saying. I would say up until can it do N64? Oh yeah. But well. I think so. Like you know how if you run Project 64, you can turn up like all the textures and all the filters and everything. Can you do that? On I it? think it can do that. I don't know how much the emulator can do. Mm. I don't know. I like it's, it's, it's. I mean, you're at the mercy of the emulator to an extent. An Android emulator. Right. But I'll just get an example. My PS4 there. Wait. Uh, I mean, sorry. My PS2. What am I thinking about? My PS2, I have a network cable on it. Yeah. And that goes all the way back around to the little uh, router I have there. And I can play any game I want on a PS2 that I download off of my PC. <laughs> Amazing technology. Now, here's the crazy part is because it has a network cable. If I got uh, my GameCube, which I would have to get the broadband adapter. That's like 50 bucks. Cannot do it. Why? It just doesn't have the capability. Why? I don't know. It has it's a just... faster. It's it's a faster architecture. No, but it the the, I guess the the issue is that the network the broadband adapter doesn't have like it must not have enough access or something to like, you know what I'm saying to like to the oh, yeah. core of the machine. Now, as an alternative, though, you can get this SD card convert this adapter you plug in the sd slot the the now here i am thinking wait, wait, wait. In, in the week no the gamecube also there's no sd slot exactly it's a com it just says an adapter but where does the adapter into go? the memory card slot uh, that's, and you that's put, the fast enough hold on you put the disc in i don't have it yet i gotta get it but you put the disc in like the game boy player you know starts with a disc and you can play that supposedly it's there's like a pretty good compatibility with it the only thing why is... Yeah, but why don't you just put an SD card in a Wii, and that plays GameCube games? Yeah, but then you have to... I know, but it's not on the GameCube. I have to do it on the original but, system. <laughs> but the Wii is... It's, what's the difference? I know. Uh, no, I, I think even that do has limitations. you have a GameCube? Yeah, it's in the other... It's in the Component other. cables? Yeah. Oh, okay. I got lucky with those. Yeah. I got it on a... There was a guy in Quebec... <laughs> Who was selling it on eBay, and I just lucked out at the time. It was a big, it was a lot of a GameCube, a controller, some games, blah, 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 and the cables, and it was like 70 bucks. Did it come with Mario? Super Mario? I have it anyway, but. Because maybe, maybe it was Danny Wells. Why would it be Danny Wells? Maybe he was getting rid of his game. It wasn't Danny Wells. Or maybe Wells. his son or something. No, I don't know. It had nothing to do with Danny Wells. Um, yeah, so it's amazing how these old systems. Keep going. I mean, I follow all of the little flash cards, little SD flash cards. I don't know how get you developed. Keep up, I don't know how you keep up with all that stuff. It's not that hard because there's like you need this BIOS and you have to flash this. It's not that complicated. Blah, blah, blah. No, it's, like, it's really not that. I'm reading your posts and I'm just like, I'm, I'm out. It's believe it or not. Again, <laughs> it's not that complicated. The Dreamcast one was a little complicated. But That's that what works, I was reading. But that one works like, like well, if you, have a, if you have an original model Dreamcast, then you need this BIOS, no, but then if you have a late, and I'm just that's like... That's Saturn. 
where it gets crazy. Oh, the thing was, I couldn't get this Dreamcast adapter to work. You plug it in the back, not this, but you plug it right. in, it kind of looks like this. You plug right. it in the back of the SD, there's an SD, um, uh, not SD, there's a serial uh, port in the back of the Dreamcast. And you can, but it's it's serial, so it's not really that fast. Yeah. So, and there's, they make adapters, you get it from like 20 bucks, 25 bucks on eBay. And you put the, uh, the little files on your SD card and you stick it in there, the big, you know, the ISO file of the Dreamcast and a game, and then you can play it. The problem is you have to convert it. Using, and it was just some Russian that came up with the software to do this. Natural. So you, yeah, so you have to convert it in that fashion. Well, the problem was it took me forever to figure out how to do it exactly. Now I know how to do it with all their little tools. The problem is... Oh, here's the other thing. I was having terrible luck with this newer, newest version of it. The problem is you have to get... This is a Class 10 SD card. 16 yeah. gig. This was only 12 bucks at Radio Shack. At a coupon. Yeah, the prices have come down a lot on, on but, SD cards. So before I had Class 4, it was too slow. And that was the yeah, problem. Cla yeah, you, you want Class. You just buy Class 10 for everything. Even a video camera. My video camera, I had Class, I think, 6. And even that was giving me error messages. I had to get the Class 10. Okay. So, like, for instance, for the GameCube, I would probably use this one, too. Right. But my point being, uh, that was giving me the problem. Now, the, the bad thing is... For whatever the reason, some of these games, the, the ISOs, they just don't work. And the problem is there's like six or seven Dreamcast games that I want to play on it that were not released in the United States because the system you know, was canceled mm. and they don't work. So it's like the, a lot of games work, but I already have them. Right. The, the, the games, games that work are the games that, that everybody has. You want to play the rare ah, stuff, the, the prototypes. Only, yeah, and again, the only bad thing is it's a little slow, so any like FMV video is choppy. And with the GameCube one, a lot of the games that have background music, some of them, it will not play the background music. Like, it'll play the sound effects in the game, but not the background yeah, music. That stinks. They said, so, it said something like there's some special code or something that it needs to play off a disc. So if you burned it to a disc, there's some there's a way you can do it with a GameCube, but you have to like mod the GameCube. You have to mod. You, I'm serious. Our GameCube games are so cheap. You could just buy GameCube games. Yeah, but some of these games are not are not available. Like what? Not easily available. There's certain ones that are expensive. What? Cubivore. Do, do you really what? want to play Cubivore? No. No. But any anyway. So getting to my point. That all of these systems amazing that you can still use them and and there's people developing them and for instance the the the, the PlayStation there's a guy in Russia somewhere like the EverDrive guy who's also in one of them he's in Ukraine this other guy's in Belarus which is also like in Russia and he's developing this board that you can plug eventually when it gets it working you plug in this thing into the PlayStation One. And you put the SD card in there, and then you just play games off of that. And he's hoping to put that onto the Dreamcast. So it's, it's you know this but again, stuff never ends. Again, you can just drive down to Digital Press in Clifton, New Jersey. Yeah, but and they and they have a whole wall full of PlayStation old PlayStation games for like five ten dollars. Yeah, I, I have them. 
in that room. I've so got then like what do you want? Ninety to... PlayStation games. Why are you gonna mess with all this modding and SD yeah, and adapters know. and rushing? Because it's and... there. <laughs> you're a tinkerer. It's there because I can. Or right, you're a tinkerer. I suppose. All right, that's it. Is that it? Happy New Year. Yeah.